This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. It is March already, and as you are listening to this show, well, I don't know as you're listening to this show, but possibly as you're listening to this show, I'm flying to Hawaii. Uh, I will be spending the month of March in Hawaii to welcome my new grandson to the planet. So yeah, we are flying out on March 2nd. So um, really excited. You probably heard uh, my friend Giselle has joined us for another show today. Uh, Hola. I, I was going to say, yeah, go ahead and say <laughs> hi to the folks. I always, that's the part that I struggle with is when I have a guest, like say hi to the people. It's like, uh, what I'm, I'm too stupid to know to say hi. It's like, because I won't stop talking, I, I got to learn a better way to, yeah, to do like that. It's like now? Yeah, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So anyhow, there's Giselle. You know her, you love her. And uh, she's back with us for the show today. Um, Our word of the week this week is demur. Or demur, I shouldn't say. Demur. demur. And it's not demure, which is a different one. But demur means to raise doubts or objections or to show reluctance for doing something oh. and sometimes we show reluctance uh, or I show reluctance I guess I'll say in my recovery I don't want to go make that amend I don't want mm-hmm. to admit that I was wrong I don't want to do that 10 steps so I figured demur would be a good way to uh, to have a word of the week for that and uh, work it into sentences give yourself some bonus points and try not to be uh, that way when you do it um, <laughs> Uh, also, as, as a noun, it's the action, action or process of objecting or hesitating over something. Um, so to demur, to, to demur, uh, like, like, ooh, I'm not going to quite weigh in on this yeah. yet. Uh, which is something that you're not going to do on this show today, Giselle. Oh, no. Because as soon as I stop talking, you're just going to jump in. Sure. Just like you just did. <laughs> yeah. So that's fantastic. Hey, listen, um, we are a 100% listener-supported podcast. So if you want to go and click on the Become a patron button on SoundCloud. You can do that and, or not on SoundCloud, on <laughs> messituppodcast.com. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, that really helps us out. So I really appreciate our patrons. Now, just because I say as little as a dollar a month, that doesn't mean that you can't do more. Uh, but go there. You can look at the different giving options. And we really appreciate our patrons who make it possible for us to do this show. So thank you, thank you very much, and we appreciate it. I'm super excited because I think I figured out the sound this week. I'm finally getting a little bit better at the two-mic recording thing and making it happen at the beginning. And that's that. All right. (laughs) So um, we're on all the places. Find us on social media. You know about that stuff. Give us a rating and review. You know about that stuff. Um, I wrote a book. You know about that stuff. Uh, Google let's, it. Yeah, Google <laughs> it. Yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, get on with the show. I have a bunch. The way I keep track of things on the show is I have a, a Google spreadsheet that has my word of the week and the song of the week and who the guest is or what the big idea of that week is. And so I've got, as I'm driving down the road, sometimes I'll tell Bev, hey, open up my sheets and uh, put this in as an idea for the show. So I've got this list of ideas. And when Giselle came... Uh, She said, well, what are we going to be doing today? I said, well, let me give you an idea here of some of the things. And so we looked and I said one of them. And then she's like, oh, no, I like this one. And we decided that we were going to try this one here. I was listening to a podcast with Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin is a music producer uh, famous for um, he produced uh, and and 
you know, was the original producer for Beastie Boys. Hmm. Uh, he did the Johnny Cash American Recordings things. He was co-founder of Def Jam Records. Um, so, um, big guy in the music industry, and he was he has a, a podcast that I was listening to, and he interviewed Carlos Santana, and they said something about special, and Carlos said, special is when something is on sale. Hmm. And I thought, wow. wow. That's that was an interesting thought. So I wrote it down. I was going through Gardnerville, going up to my daughter's house in Oregon, and uh, I pulled over to the side and wrote that down when I went to go get coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> For like the tenth time that day. Yes, and you likely. guys don't know this, but I took a sip and Giselle jumped right in. <laughs> that air. Giselle, we are air fiving each other right now. That is so awesome. Wow, uh, your arms are so short because I like reached over yeah. and we didn't even touch. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe the table's huge. Uh, maybe I've got short arms. Uh, so anyhow, I thought that is a really interesting idea. And it started making me think about what I treat as special or how do I look at things that are special and what is special. Um, what do you think when you think of special? Probably what comes to mind is like one of a kind, unique, but... Yeah, a little out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Not common. Yeah. Uh, I, I know I worked, uh, when I was in college, I worked in special ed. And you know, oh. people have told me, sometimes you'll say, oh, you're special. And people will mean that you're you know mentally challenged yes. or not quite all there. And uh, it... I, I think it's something that needs extra attention. Mm -hmm. So like in a, a, uh, on a menu, the special, okay, we're, this, this gets extra attention because this is the thing that we're making that's not normal and where it's just a, yeah. uh, a, a surprise thing. What things in your life, I, I mean, is, is special good to you? I mean, does it have a good connotation typically? Like if something's special, do you think, okay, that's a good thing or do you think it's not a good yeah, thing? Yeah, I always thought like special, like I always use it as a, positive connotation mm -hmm. but it's kind of like when like i remember in high school our ap english teacher totally embarrassed us she was like who thinks skinny is a positive connotation and like 90 percent of the class was like oh yeah skinny and they're like no that's the negative connotation slender is the positive and everyone was just like face slapping themselves like oh really gosh so now i feel like i'm kind of like face slapping myself right now like yeah well and when i think special i and i just i i pulled up a random clip on on google here we've never done this uh but uh this is just a random clip here and this is kind of what i think when i think special that special yeah church lady from uh, dana carvey from the from <laughs> snl isn't that special and and that was he his character the church lady used it in a negative way and and as to say well oh. you know hmm, how about that and and always uh something like oh you decided to have an extra beer for dinner isn't that special you know oh. and that kind of a thing but when I hear special, I think, you know, oh, I'm special. You know, that's yeah. that's that's the way I want to be. I want to be thought of as special. And I think of my kids as special. Um, Especially when they're angels and not little crying babies. Yeah, wow, that was a double <laughs> double bonus there. When I <laughs> the word and using it in a different way. Yeah, Maybe I like we that. should add special as the word of the week. Wow, that would be good. Yeah, I... I 
I hate to demur, but I'm not going to make that decision. Uh, <laughs> so, um, have, has your has your vision of special changed as you've matured in life? Is it something different when you were a little kid compared to now that you're an adult or uh, as a single person compared to a wife or without a child now as a mom? Has that word changed in the way you look at it or treat it? I definitely treat it differently. I, I feel like I rarely use the word special. I, I feel like I used it a lot more, but now it's like, I don't say like, Grayson's my special child. He's like, he's my precious blessing child, you okay. know? Like, I feel like that word, it, it it's almost a cheap word now that I think about it because I haven't used it. It's like there's so many other words I use that are... Cheap meaning so, that it is um, overused ye- or cheap meaning it doesn't go as far as other words. Yes, go. yes, as far And so that's why, like, when I looked at it, I was like, huh, special is when something is on sale. And it's like, when it's on sale, it's almost like, as an adult, now when I see a sale, it's like, why is it on sale? Are they discontinuing it? Is there going to be a newer model or a newer, you know, PlayStation or Xbox or whatever coming out? Is that why this is cheaper than the other ones? Right. Right. And so what 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 word do you think is more rich than special? What what are some some options? I mean, you said precious. Precious. Even unique is more cuz what is special? Like do I want to be special or do I want to be unique or different or um I guess I'm thinking in like the biblical sense like I don't want to be I want to be more unique and I want to be the more of a light that that shines differently than the world, right? Okay. Like, okay. How do you do that? Oh. I mean, how does not how does yeah. not the royal you, but how does Giselle oh, okay. do that? How does yeah. Giselle shine her light? I just try to show kindness. Like I feel like I I'm a very emotional person, but I'm trying to, I've been trying to put that energy not towards like sadness, but more towards, since I'm so emotional, what are other people not thinking about doing that because I'm such an emotional person, I would think about doing? Does that make sense? Uh, Say more so I can see if I... More sensitive. Okay. You know, so I'm a more sensitive person, not emotional, sensitive. So I try to be more sensitive when it comes to other people because I guess that's how I'm going to show God's love. Yeah. By being not so, like, not so harsh. Like, I want to be, show God's love, not in the judgmental way. Because I feel like there's plenty of other people showing in the judgmental right. way. But in the, you know, broken, crying, like, I'm sacrificial. Yeah. You know? And I think that's another word that I would probably use instead of special. Like, is this person special or is this person more sacrificial or sacrifice, like, willing to sacrifice right. for others? 
Um, I'm thinking I was watching a, uh, a soccer game yesterday and there was a play where a guy got uh, a penalty called on him. And so mm-hmm. in soccer, one of the penalties they can call on you is, it results in a red card. And a red card means that you get ejected from the game. And so normally in sports, if you get ejected for a game, it's like, okay, you can't play anymore. And that's the penalty to your team. In soccer, the penalty is you can't play anymore and your team doesn't get to put a person on to take your place. Mm-hmm. So we were going from 11 men on the field down to 10 men on the field. And the person who got sent off is a person who has been sent off several times this year. And just to give you a, a, a way to, to judge this, uh, at, this at, the, at the date of recording, and today's date is uh, the 3rd of February, uh, my team Arsenal has had nine players given red cards this season. We lead the league. Nine players in like uh, 17 games. The second team, the team in second place with the most red cards, has three. Oh my goodness. So we get a lot more than other teams. And this particular guy, this was his third red card. So he has as many as the second most team. He has that many this season. So when this happened, I was like, oh, great. Here he goes again, being a buffoon. And oh, that's horrible. And then... And I was doing it solely based on his reputation, his history, and Mm. the speed of the play. Then they showed replays. And I was like, well, actually, he didn't hit that guy. He didn't didn't do anything. And the fact that they called a foul is really scandalous. And, And I'm hoping at the time of this that they're going to, you know, appeal it and it gets turned over. So we'll see when this show comes out if that happened. Um, but my my judgment call on him was based on his track record. This is what he's done. So this is what he probably did. I didn't look at the facts and I just jumped. And he's my guy, but I jumped to mm. that yeah. judgment. And I don't like it when people do that to me. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm like, hey, I know I've done these things in the past, but that's not who I am. And we, in Celebrate Recovery, hi, I'm a grateful Christian believer who struggles with you know, codependency and, and I'm not my struggle. I don't identify as or with my struggle, but I identified David Louise as troublemaker and yeah. obviously deserves a red card because he's done <laughs> it again. And when you talked about finding what people need, it's so easy for me to jump in emotionally and just let my emotions rule, but not give a person a benefit of the doubt, try to see it from their position. When I saw the slow motion of it, I could see that instead of running through this player, that my player was trying to hold back and not run into him because he was mm-hmm. doing everything he could not to do a red card offense again. And in doing that, he barely, the guy, when he ran past him, the guy's leg, barely, his heel hit our player's leg. Um, and that caused him to lose his balance mm-hmm. and he fell. So it looked bad. But when examining the facts, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Yeah. And how often can that happen? And it's so funny because I, like, driving over here, I was thinking the other day when uh, listener Bev mentioned when we were, like, when you guys were leaving our house that um, sometimes we think God is telling us to do one thing, but because we want it so bad... 
we think it's God, but it's not. Yeah. And it's like, We manufacture yeah. the facts and the evidence to yeah. fit our our case. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that happens with faith. That happens just in in life. You can yeah. see people like trying to to skew it. And, and I, I was reminded of this when I was with my lawyer back when I was going through the court system. He said, just let you know, the job of the police is not to find out what happened. The job of the police is to build a case to support a theory. And sometimes you can build a case to support a theory one way or another way. Uh, I watch these investigation shows on like the History Channel. I'll say, well, we found this. So that could mean this. Yeah. Well, it could also not mean that. It could mean something else. But if you just go with all the things it could, then you run down this line. And so I'm watching this thing and they're, they're tracing down where Hitler went after World War II and he escaped. And he could have done this, he could have done this, and he could have done this because of all these things that could have happened. So if you get all these small chances that fit together, then yeah, you can get over to here. But Occam's razor says the most likely answer is probably the one that's true. And the most likely answer is, he died in that bunker and mm. you know that's the most likely answer but we look and say well there's a slight chance this could happen and there's a slight chance uh, it's a little bit like dumb and dumber so you're saying there's a chance you know and, <laughs> and um oftentimes i don't look to see what the reality of it is i just i go with a judgment call and and i don't have the facts right and yeah. i it, you know taking a deep breath <laughs> i guess is what i'm trying to say i don't yeah. know what i'm saying i feel like i'm rambling no, no, definitely not. Bless you. Never ramble. Bless you, my child. But yes. I think there's always, you know, like uh, guacamole. We're 18 minutes in. This always um, happens with yourself. <laughs> but just to wrap it up, I think it's kind of like there's always three sides to a story. And guacamole. What are those three sides? How did we, um, you know, the right, the wrong, and the truth. Or no, wait, wait, wait. Your side? Your side, my side, and the, the truth. truth. Yeah. And only God knows the truth. And right. I can't believe we went from special to that. Yeah. It's, so I think it's, it's awesome how that works. Well, <laughs> and, and the cool thing is, is it kind of fits in with uh, our song of the week. And this is the new Zach Williams, new-ish, Zach Williams song. It's called Less Like Me. And it talks about the fact that, you know, we need to be more like something else and a little bit less like me. But I don't want to get into talking about the song before we play the song. So here <laughs> is... About 90 seconds of Zach Williams with Less Like Me.
oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, Zach Williams hits it every single time mm-hmm. right out of the park for me. That's, uh, that's, that's just another great song from Zach Williams. Uh, what did you get out of it, girl? I got so much out of it. Like, I don't know. I kept thinking that it's a great reminder. Like, just, I, I just see myself, like, playing this, like, in the beginning of the day. Like, mm. saying, I need more mercy. I, not, I need more mercy. I need to be more merciful. I need to be more, like, kindness, goodness, love, faith, and I just kept dwelling on also like later on it says I want to feed the beggar on the street love to be your hands and feet freely give what I receive and just kind of like that kind of explains oh and then later I want a friendship first above all else love my neighbor as myself in the moments no one sees and I think that's what I, I really am trying to be more like when I mention like being being able to be more sensitive to others feelings and it's just a great reminder too like that it's not all about what other people sees but also like the lyric says in the moment no one sees Mm -hmm. and it just also i was thinking how being more like jesus like not necessarily like like god because he's like i feel like he's like all powerful not that he is like he is, but um, Jesus was the one that no one he didn't sin, he was kindness. The only time we read about him having anger is righteous anger because they were um doing things they weren't supposed to at the temp at the temple, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I was just thinking, like, Jesus, like, he came down to be more to have an example of what we should be as humans where God's God is above us way above us right so I guess I'm just thinking like I feel like I've used the word like God but it should be like Jesus because he's the the human that we should be aiming for Mm -hmm. even though we can't be that way because jesus never sinned and we sin a lot (laughs) (laughs) um you know i love the idea that you brought up there of like that you know going out the door song like i before i I always used to play this one song before i'd watch every king's game and it was a song about you know it's called we are los angeles and it was Hmm. they played it at the arena before the games and so I, i found it and i would play it at home before i'd watch the game and get myself all jazzed up and psyched up for it and how great would it be to have a song that I play before I go out the door to yeah. face the world that says, you know, yeah. go out there and be more like Jesus. Get get rid of yourself and get, you know, fill it with Jesus so that you can be a blessing to the people that you see. That's that's a great idea that has nothing necessarily to do with this song, but just I love that idea. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, but when I look at this, I look at this song a little bit like recovery. And at the beginning, he says, I have days, I lose the fight, I try my best, but I don't get it right. He's recognizing. He's he's going through step one there. Yeah. And then he says, I need to be, you know, less like me, you know, more like Jesus and less like me. He's saying I, that third step, you know, tr- turn it over to God and let Jesus yes. take care of it and and do the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And then at the end, you know, he's, he's doing the... 
the 12th step. He's going out yeah. there and lending a hand. And so this is just a, a 12 wow. step song just wrapped up into a little I didn't even tiny think nugget. about that, but it totally makes sense after yeah. you said it. And, and, and I love to find that because I love it when I can find the steps in my recovery in life. And mm-hmm. because, A, that reminds me that they make sense. It's not just some arbitrary, you know, thing. They make sense. They work. And it reminds me, too, that I can do this because other people are, are talking about it and doing it. So it's something that I can talk about and do as well. And isn't it, like, kind of interesting how... We try to look for special things, but nothing's really unique because God put it all in a little book for us, tied it up in a bow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's I lost. No, yeah, well, you know that's yeah. okay. G-, G was t- taking. Was like, she was being. <laughs> she was being Paul for a second there while I was. I was like Paul and my lovely you know, wife. Yeah, that's all I had. That's it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we have hand signals at the thing, and I was paying attention to my phone, so I wasn't looking to her hand signal. You know, come on, Paul. It's time for you to to jump in here. Um. So, so we said that special is you know something that's on sale, and we don't want to be special. We want to go beyond special. What do we want to be? What 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 does Giselle want to be? I mean, I know when you taught, and, and you can find this online if you go in and look for uh, our CR Sunday at RCA Church a couple of years ago. Giselle taught a lesson uh, to the church about her name, hmm. not the name Giselle, but you know, having a new name based on a, a, a spoken word from Hosanna, Hosanna poetry. poetry. Yeah, and so what what would you want your your thing to be what would you want people to call you instead of saying oh you know that Giselle she's she's a special girl what would what would you want for people to say Mm. about Giselle or what well what do you think people say about you first of all well I hope they say I'm a good friend and that's what really like stuck out to me in that song not to like keep beating a what is it called beating a dead horse that's or something. the that's the saying yeah um like i want a friendship first above all out and i hope people are saying like i'm a, a friend you know um a good friend and that um what was the question <laughs> what well i started by asking you what do you want people to say about you but then i said well what do you think people say about you yeah oh yeah yeah so i'm hoping they say i'm a good friend um, someone they could lean on and be encouraged. Courager. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What would you want people to well, <laughs> call you? What I, what I would like for people to say is, um, loyal. Loyal. Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, compassionate. Um, I don't know that that's what people say. I don't know. I, I think when people... I, I think knee-jerk reactions, if you were going to ask people about, you know, Paul, I think one of the things that would come up would be, you know, silly and ridiculous a lot. Uh, but I think a lot of people would say, jerk. Mm. You know, they would they would look at my past, my record. And, um, and I know that that's what happens because, you know, the internet will prove that to me uh, very quickly. Um, and I guess what I have to do is make sure that what... I'm being known as is who I know myself as yeah. and not worry as much about what other people know me as. If the people know me as a good thing, that's great. Yeah. 
if people know me as a bad thing, that's on them. And, you know, first step tells me I can't control that. Yeah. And I can't, all I can do is try to influence with evidence. But a lot of times when people make an emotional decision, they're not looking for evidence Yeah. to change it. You can give them all the evidence you want. Um, they, that, but that, that won't matter to them because they'll just say, oh, well, you're lying. You're wrong. I don't believe you. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, so evidence is, is not necessarily anything. And I think it just depends who you talk to because I could use silly, ridiculous in describing you, but also say compassionate. Yes, and, and some people, I and think, loyal. I think the people who know me would, would, would know yeah. all those sides of me for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And I think that those, you know, there's times for all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's times for, I mean, my grandson, uh, Lucas, uh, is really looking forward to us coming to Hawaii. He said, we're going to have so much fun. And he knows he's going to do silly, ridiculous things. And my daughter said, you know, you're the only one who plays with him that way. You're the, only, I, you know, I pick him up and I throw him across the room onto the bed mm-hmm. into a, a big uh, wall of, of stuffed animals and pillows <laughs> so he can just go flying. And he loves that, but nobody else does it with him. And, oh my goodness. and so he loves the, the silly and ridiculous. I don't think if I picked you up right now and went to go throw you across the room onto a bed that you would think that that was awesome. I think you would probably think, yeah. stop, this is going <laughs> to, someone's going to get hurt. First of all, it's going to be Paul and then it's going to be Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I never thought of it that way because my friend's daughter always runs up to me and hugs me like every time she sees me. She's like, she only does that with you. That's so weird. And I'm like, because she knows we'll have fun like yeah it's just like kids you just want to be ridiculous with them absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> and they're they're so innocent so anything is like ah, exciting yeah. for them <laughs> yeah it is but i i think to be known i think i like the idea of going beyond special uh i think i like i mean and, and sometimes it's good to just make things simple i, I was sitting yesterday on the couch and i looked at my wife and she was just sitting on the chair we were watching tv and i just looked at her and i said you're my best friend mm-hmm. and that was all i could say at that point i just i just wanted to let her know what i was feeling and um sometimes we need to break it down to simple things like that but mm-hmm. then other times i think it's good to go for that that diamond word like precious like blessing yeah. um and it's so weird cuz i always thought friend was like whatever word right but when you hear your spouse tell you you're their friend it's like wow we could have a romantic relationship and be completely dorky around each other Mm -hmm. like so that word really means a lot to me when andrew tells me and it's like it's weird because that it's changed since i i was in a relationship yeah well and that does i mean our our situation in life will change what we're doing It'll change what, what things, how things look, you know, based on our our position in the spectrum of our life. Uh, yeah. You know, the things that were yesterday afternoon when I was sitting on the couch, I wanted to throw my phone through the TV. I was so upset, and I realized, look, you'll get over it. It's just a game. Just and now I'm like, I don't want to throw my phone. Yeah, I like I'm glad phone. I had my phone. Yeah, today. <laughs> my phone is cool. Um, so. You know, we got to get those those perspectives and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean we can't go out and be a little bit special. Yeah. Um, but just be more than special. And Extra to, special. To God, we are more than special. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yes. am God's absolute favorite and so are you. And every person who's listening right now, 
you are as well. Um, God loves us all the most. And I think that's the thing that's important to remember. Yep. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Giselle, for being here. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. I never know where it's going to go. I never know if it's going where we thought it was going to go. <laughs> I, I don't know that this went where I, I thought it was going to go. I hope I lived up to your expectation for that quote, though. <laughs> you did live up to my expectation because here's what my expectation was. I expected that you would come and we'd have a great conversation. Okay. And that happened. And uh, <laughs> that's funny. That would be Paul getting a FaceTime call. Uh, while we're trying to record. We uh, even put it on silent. Yeah, so. we put it on silent, but the computer tried to pick up the call. So anyhow, um, I guess I will go back and get that FaceTime call from my granddaughter and uh, we'll wrap this show up. So don't forget to give us a rating and a review. Don't forget to go to messituppodcast.com, click on become a patron and uh, join in the patron army uh, for Mess It Up. You too can get messed up and help us keep the show on the air. And... We'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs> Nothing else? No.